going on, everybody? Oh, what's up, Hollow Cult? How's so we're back going? with another another episode of the Night Shift. Yes, we are. Hope everybody had an excellent holiday weekend, and hope it goes and um, everybody has fun. Say ridiculous. Steve, your internet is cutting out like a crazy. Solid. Solid. You sound like a robot right now. I feel like a robot. Well, that makes the most sense. What, what were you saying? Oh, I was just hoping everybody had a good holiday. Mine was. I had. A, I, we had a good holiday. I mean, I am a cyborg. You are a cyborg. So it works out. You are. That tomorrow, that my tomorrow at the Brady household, we are having international race night since we got gauged that drag racetrack oh, for all those hot wheels. So we're totally having international race night. It's going to be <laughs> sweet. Are you taking bets? Yeah. I'm going to put my paycheck on any Bugatti that Gage brings to the. Oh, that's table. not even fair. Oh, he's already got his, his picks, man. He's already got them lined out and ready to go. <laughs> So it is what it is. But I know as far as to, oh, speaking of, did you have a decent Christmas? Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, got to hang out with uh, the family. Uh, the boys didn't get to come into town because Everett had knee surgery a while back. It didn't heal up right. So we had a manipulation procedure last Saturday. So he's in rigorous physical therapy. That's so... He's doing that five days a week, but he should be back. They're coming back in two weeks, I think. So we're going to do our Christmas and uh, uh, Maddie's birthday is coming up. By the time this drops, he'll be the big one three. Happy awesome. birthday, Maddie. He said he's going to pop in here. Happy so that'd birthday, be cool. Buddy. But I got a bunch of cool stuff. I got this boom arm from my mom. So I ain't got to be hunched over the whole time. Yeah. And I got a bunch of books. And uh, Sarah got me uh, infrared night vision for when we go find Bigfoot. So hell yeah pretty sick that's, that's awesome that was yours that's awesome it was great man we, i had a good time <laughs> hanging out with family my sister my oldest sister she she flew back from arizona so we got to see her and hang out with her and her fiance and uh, we spent a lot of time together the family over the weekend which was nice and then the kids had a great christmas so I, I can't i couldn't be happier with it yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, I saw the it, picture, the great. video you sent me of them uh, using the racetrack. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, they love it. So, but anyways, off to the the world of strange. Um, I know that it's probably going to be a pretty cool episode tonight. So it's a shame for anybody who's not going to be here because I know my family had a couple weird occurrences over this street this this week here and steve what was it, your brother yeah was having a bunch or is having a bunch of weird stuff go on too so i don't know it's pretty interesting but i guess i'll start so we drop the the santa claus episode right and which would have been the day after of course but here we are christmas eve the family is getting ready for Santa Claus. 
and I'm, like we're all up, we're all awake. My wife and the kids set out cookies and milk for Santa. I'm kind of in the background getting things ready for bed and what have you. And I get a shower, lay in bed with my daughter. We, we start watching TV. The wife goes and gets a shower. My son, he's pretty much already passed out in bed. And my wife walks out there in the living room and then turn around and comes back. And she has this like puzzled look on her face. And she's like, that's weird. And I was like, what? And she's like, she kind of like stands there in hesitation. And she's like, one of the cookies is gone. And I'm like, what? Hmm. <laughs> one of the cookies is gone. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And she's like, I swear. Well, I can vouch for Maeve. You know, Maeve was in bed with me watching TV. My son, he was in his bed asleep. So that leaves one culprit outside of Santa Claus. It leaves one culprit. There's my dog. He's a little chihuahua, but his hips are getting bad. And the poor shithead is almost blind. Now, is it possible he stood up onto, because there's no way he's jumping onto the coffee table. There's no way it's not happening. He could have stood on the coffee table and snatched one of the cookies and rolled out. However, we, me and my wife, walked through the house looking for crumbs anywhere. His bed, uh, every once in a while he goes and chills in Maeve's bed. Look all around the house, can't find any crumbs at all whatsoever. And then you would also think if he devoured an entire sugar cookie... A, he'd probably get sick, but B, why wouldn't he have gone back and finished the cookies off? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's it. a good point. You know, so not saying it was Santa Claus, but it is fucking weird because earlier, and also earlier that day, I was joking around because me and Shauna kind of loosely talked about the Santa Claus episode, and I was like, it's going to be a good one because our conversation and it's pre is pretty on point. Like, it's good. And I was joking earlier that day. I was like, I'm going to catch this motherfucker tonight. If he's real, <laughs> I'm catching Santa Claus, right? Sure. So I was, I was putting that out there. And I, I was just kind of, you know, I was joking about it, obviously. But and then she she comes in and reports that. And I'm just like, whoa. I, I he mean, beat you to the punch. Right. Yeah. And of course, you're going to catch me. Good luck. Right. Thanks for the cookie. <laughs> I showed up while you motherfuckers were awake. <laughs> and I was in and out, son. Mm -hmm. So he knows when you're sleeping, right? And when you're not, right? And I don't know, man. It was it's fucking bizarre. But uh, the other thing would be is going to be for more. I, I guess I would say more of the dedicated group who pay attention to our personal stories. And I don't know. I don't remember if it is exclusive patreon stories or not but i had multiple occasions where me and the wife would be laying in bed at night trying to go to sleep or what have you and we would hear a bean well it would sound like something dropping in one of the glass vases on our dresser and come to find out later on it was actual black it's a black bean that was inside the vase. For whatever reason, we have no idea how it got there. Nobody touches these vases. 
nothing. They just sit there doing their job and looking cool, I guess. And then, so out of curiosity, you know, things change, the story evolves, and that's, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but the being, the noise kind of stopped for a little bit, and then it started to come back a little bit. And then just out of curiosity, my wife got to thinking about it, and she's like, I haven't, I haven't noticed the noise in a while. So she went to the same vase because for whatever reason, I don't know why I can't tell you why I don't, I don't know. We, we never messed with the bean. We just left it in the vase. We never decided to throw it away. Never decided to take it out. Nothing. So she decides to check it one day out of curiosity. She's like, I haven't heard it in a while. And she checks that thing and there's no bean in it. The bean is now gone. It's MIA. It's just straight up gone. That's so weird. <clears throat> so I, I really don't know how to explain that because normally, like on, on clean days and what have you, that's my room to clean. I'll clean our bedroom. And I never take the vase to dump it out or nothing like that because all it's in there is that one single black bean. So Santa probably know. took it. Santa probably know. took it when he took the cookie. Uh, maybe it's weird know. that it's also weird that you told me that you've heard it recently, like probably within yeah. the last couple of weeks. Yep, That's and now it's weird. gone. So that you know that begs the question: Was it gone when you heard it? When I heard it, right? Or mm. is it now, for whatever reason, gone? That's weird. That is super weird, and I, I don't know what to make of it. I don't. I haven't done the only thing. And it's weird, but the only thing that I have done differently as far as um, protection or any of that, there's only one thing that I did different. And that was I made myself mm -hmm. that protection room that I keep on my keychain now. That's the only thing that I've done different. Yeah. Outside of that, you know, every once in a while, I still will lay in bed at night and I give thanks, you know, hey, thank you for keeping my family safe. You know, thank you for keeping them in good health. That, that type of shit. Every other night, every, you know, whatever. A couple times a week. I do that. But outside of that, I've done nothing different. <clears throat> so I don't know. Maybe, maybe everybody out there who's been sending us. Because I know a lot of people have been keeping us in their thoughts and prayers. Sending the, you know, because, the hollow vibes out. Yes. So does that have something <laughs> to do with it? Uh, does my rune have something to do with it? I don't know, man. Did it finally just give up on me and just roll the fuck out? I don't know. Because I, I was know. trying to like keep mental notes on when the bean would pick up. Mm -hmm. and it seems like when you had more turmoil in your life, like when you're stressed out about your job and all this other stuff, yeah. like the bean would slowly make its so way like back weasel in. Weasel its way back in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Sheila in the chat says, if <laughs> the bean comes back, you need to bury it. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have a whole angry tree out in the yard. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think I would like a giant piss tree. No, that's no. not going to be too cool. <laughs> you deal with enough trees, man. Uh, but uh, a couple things we had someone submit probably the creepiest Santa Claus encounter I have read to date. Awesome. I think I'm going to save it for our listener submission. They asked, they said we could read it out, but it, they want to remain anonymous. Okay. It's, yeah, I, 
I'm not doing Christmas anymore. Awesome. Done. <laughs> I love Done. it. But my little brother, I know this isn't my story to tell, but he comes to me. He he doesn't push the weird shit like we do. He doesn't. He's just chill. He just like he's just an all around good dude. Minds his business. Hangs out. He just got engaged, by the way. Shout out to Dylan. Congratulations. Congratulations. Dylan. Want to shout that out. Um, my little sister got engaged too, but it's a little while back and I forgot to shout her out. But shout out to Molly and Adam as well. And Craig, congratulations. Yes. I had to get that in there. Um, but he's had some weird stuff going on, right? They moved into this old house a couple blocks away from me. Like it's old, old. The foundation is probably at least 150 years old. But ever since they moved in, um, weird stuff has happened offhand but he's just the kind of person that like writes it off they were him and taylor were sitting in their living room with their two dogs just kicking it a couple this is probably last year maybe and they go into the kitchen and the refrigerator doors open just wide open so they're like it's weird weird. could it not have shut on its own maybe sure weird enough for them to think about it he messaged me, what was it, the day after Christmas? And no, it was Christmas Christmas Day night. They were going home. We all went to my mom's house. He messages me and he's like, man, something else weird is going on. He's like, we got home. We were the only ones there. The dogs were kenneled. Taylor walks through the door and you go into their laundry room when you go in and they have a scale in there. And the scale is one of those ones that the numbers light up blue and the light lights up. Yeah. It has to have so much pressure on it before it'll start like 20 pounds of pressure, however much he said, as soon as Taylor walks through the door, she stops because the light on the scale is on. Like someone had been on it and just stepped off. Yeah. Cause it only stays on for like 30 seconds once you get off of it. So something had to have applied pressure to it just then he texts me this morning and he's like, man, it just keeps building up. He's like, we were all in bed last night, and he's like, sometime in the morning, I am woken up by hearing glass shattering in the house. Both of the dogs were asleep in the bed with him. The same time that happened, MJ, their dog, jumps off the bed and runs into the the rest of the house. So essentially, she heard it too. Right. So, so she's Dylan out jumps investigating up. now yeah. at this point. Dylan jumps up thinking somebody's in the house, somebody's broke in, something's going on. He said he looked the whole house over. He didn't find anything broken. No candles, no dishes, no no windows, no nothing. It's just all uh, there. He can't find any evidence of what the phantom sound was. Circling back around to, to possibly connected weirdness, but also weirdness that connects to me, is <clears throat> he was at my mom's Christmas Eve. No, not Christmas Eve. The Eve before Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. And he uh, uh, he had an incident with the grinding wheel. I know I've talked about it. But my mom goes, my mom's a nurse, so she's always checking it out, making sure he's okay, right? He goes down there. She treats him, treats the wound and everything. And he's leaving late, like 1030. So as he's going out on the same bluff where I heard the Whistler encounter, the thing was whistling. I was whistling back. Right. He's like, I swear. He's like, up on the bluffs. This was Friday, too, when it was the windshield was negative 40. There shouldn't have been anybody out, period, the end. He's like, as I was walking out to the truck, I promise you on everything, 
something was on the bluff and it was yelling Yahoo at me. <laughs> this was like 11 o'clock at night. He's like, it was just like, Yahoo. <laughs> and I'm it. like, I love it. I'm like, oh, he's like, the only thing I could think of was the uh, Fay and the Icelandic encounter that Josh oh, Gates yeah. had. 100%. Like, the only thing I could think of where the little thing you hear, woo, in the background and it throws yep. his camera over. He's like, that's yep. all that I could think of the whole time. So I'm like, man, that's weird. That's, I don't, that's exactly where my mind went when you when you said that. I'm like, oh, Josh Gates, 100%. Like, what, what do you even do with that? What, what are you even supposed to do with the, the, the phantom Yahoo we have going on? I don't on? know. I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, it, it sounds Sasquatchy, you know? A little bit, yeah, 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 for sure. They make they make all sorts of weird. They're supposed they supposedly make all sorts of weird noises. Do they whistle? I have heard accounts that they whistle. You can oh, really? whistle at them and they whistle back. Yeah. <clears throat> but the fact that his mind went directly to the Fay, and now we're having all this stuff go on with Santa, yeah. where I mean, oh, well, they say Santa's an elf. Best fucking comment of the night goes Rick to Birdie. Yep. Rick Flair Bigfoot confirmed. I didn't even <laughs> it may, you know what? It may have been actually Rick Flair that. on a Coke bender, not even realizing that it's 40 degrees. Dude. Just I mean, up running through the bluffs of the Illinois River bottoms. How does that not just make giving sense? elbow drops on the bluff, tearing his suit jacket off? Just coked out of his mind. Yeah. Just I'm... absolutely out. When there. you put it that way, I mean if I was a betting man, I think I would bet more on the Ric Flair. He may have had a Sasquatch in the figure four up on the bluff yelling woo. And Dylan just caught the last part of it. I, well, and to be honest, now, now. If Bigfoot would have just tapped out, there wouldn't we, we would do, would we even be having this conversation? No. And now just it's tap. Dylan's fault. Now it's Dylan's fault that we didn't get video footage. Of, of the best, of probably one of Ric Flair's last fights, and uh, yes, and to tee off on what you're getting ready to say, one of the most legitimately best wrestling matches of all time. Yeah, Ric Flair, Bigfoot's Sasquatch, Bigfoot's inaugural inaugural match, and Ric Flair's retirement match, and Dylan missed it. Good job, Dylan. Way to <laughs> fucking drop the ball. Oh man, you know what? The chat's chat's getting wild. You, Dylan, you are going to get the classic do better. (laughs) Do better. Do better, Uh, buddy. Burton's in here. What's up, Burton? I see the silver pill popped in here. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? I'm seeing a lot of people from the Discord. Colleen's in here. The Discord family is tight. Yeah, Autumn's in here. Cheryl's in here. Oh man, I love it. I love it so much. I could just sit here and shout at everybody. We're glad that uh, you're all in here hanging out with us for sure. Um, but yeah, that's kind of uh, Dylan's little encounters he's got going on. I don't know, there is a story behind the house. What's up, paranormal trucker? Oh, what up, paranormal trucker? Good to see you in here. Uh, there is uh, some story behind the house. Uh, my friends growing up, their grandparents live there. And their grandmother, sweetest woman in the world, sweetest woman I ever met, but she passed away years ago. So that's something we kind of keep in the back of our mind that she always lived in that house. I'm not making the like I'm not pushing the connection there, but it's just something that we think about. Right. 
because it's not i mean it isn't necessarily malevolent toward dylan but after he moved in they started doing all kinds of renovations tore out the living room floor and did yeah, all this stuff exposed all it. exposed all the old original foundation which was all made with like flat creek rock like it's super that's old. cool that's cool i mean maybe she's just playing uh one of the wrestling's greatest wrestlers intro song oh yeah the when the glass broke that's the first thing i would have thought stone cold was running into just yeah. just <laughs> everybody's getting a stunner could you imagine everybody's getting a the stunner. ghost of stone cold running in just stunning dylan and then running out that would be dylan's luck <laughs> it would be dylan's luck that would be dylan's luck oh god i, I did <laughs> i did find a little something let me pull it up here that i wanted to share with everybody and get their thoughts um i want to also keep in mind that um, when we do the open lines, you don't have to have a paranormal encounter. If you just have something that you'd like to talk about, as long as you keep it weird, if you just want to like strike up a conversation, just oh, yeah. keep, it, keep it strange, keep it question. respectful. Yeah, ask if you want to ask questions. Because I, I know that some people don't feel comfortable coming on and sharing their experiences. Right. If you just have, you want to ask us some stuff, but we just ask that you keep it respectful, keep it in, keep it in the weird paranormal realm, Yeah, and we'll see what happens let's not get the night shift shit canned already yeah let me uh pull up this coast to coast thing that i saved here it is about oh man i don't know that it saved there or not popo we do oh, have the moves be rest assured <laughs> we do we do i pulled it up uh, i think it was on coast to coast i believe <laughs> Everybody's loving the wrestling shit right now. We do have a lot of wrestling fans in here. Oh yeah, Darth Squad. That's pretty solid. Hall Sky three sixteen says we just weirded your ass. That's that's a shirt. Darth Squatcher just just legitimately <laughs> is making merch on the fly. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. All right. Sorry, everybody. I thought I had it saved in my Facebook, but it's not. Uh, Generalizing. Being... Do you remember uh, halfway? Uh, yeah. Hold on, I'm searching it up. Uh, it's about uh, Baba Vanga and some of her predictions for 2023. Um, I know it popped up because it was on coast to coast, but I thought it would be interesting for me. Here we go. We found it to kind of touch on it a bit and see if anything comes true. So this is from Coast to Coast. It says, Mystic Baba Vanga's predictions for 2023 and beyond. Known as the Nostradamus of the Balkans, Baba Vanga passed away in 1996 at 85, but more than 25 years later, her reported prophecies continue to stir the imagination. While there is some controversy over what exactly, exactly she predicted, there was no official publication. Here are some of the predictions linked to her for the upcoming year. So there is uh, four of them here, and we will see if they come true, and I hope that they do not. Oh, so there, there are four 2023? Yes. Oh, they do this every yeah. year. They post their predictions and see see how they go. So I figured we'll talk about them now, and then we how, can go back. How far out did her predictions go? And did she do it, did she oh, do it specifically we'll year there. to year? Did she do it every single year? People think that she kind of plugged a few in everywhere but i'll i'll we'll get okay. to the far out ones after okay, we get cool, to the 2023s cool. let's do this so she says um a calamitous solar storm will hit the earth on a scale not seen before 
which is interesting because we have heard of uh, solar flares and didn't we uh, just talk about this on the last one from 2012? From 20. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. I and remember like mass, talking about it. What is it? Mass coronal ejections, CME, yes. CREs, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And we've heard that the sun is getting getting a little angry in this uh, season he's in. So definitely a possibility. Bioweapons research will lead to the demise of thousands of people. I mean, mm. bro, like, bro, mm. is that for the, the past year or this upcoming year? That's for this is for 2023. OK, so I mean, let's let's be fair here. I feel like <laughs> if, if she's real and her predictions are real, I feel like a grace period should be allotted to her predictions, right? Personally, I feel that way. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, you go a couple years backwards and she's on the money. We also don't know what's coming. That's true, too. That's absolutely true. You know. That could have been the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) I 100% agree. Uh, She also says that the orbit of the Earth will shift, possibly due to a nuclear disaster or an asteroid hit. Well, I mean, she's really she's really dark in this one for 2023. Uh, well, to be fair, we're not far off of that reality either. Yeah. And she also states that children will begin to be born in laboratories. That I could see that. When we'll did move she ahead. Die? 1996. Okay, so not not too crazy long ago. Not out of the realm of possibility for her mind to venture down no. that road so to speak <clears throat> so according but, to coast to coast but real quick before you go any further um yes colleen i have heard how the earth is shifting or has shifted before in the past you know I, that's one i wanted to bring up and i've been hearing a lot of talk about people uh countries uh people like elon musk and they just completed i believe they just completed <clears throat> excuse me didn't they just complete where they fired rockets at a comet or something? Oh, yeah. To, so they weird, right? Successfully knocked it at, out of orbit enough right. to where it, if it needed to be done, it could be done. They could, they could do it. But how weird is that? That her prediction of that, and then it's, you know, because it's almost like if you want to play into it a little bit, it's almost like our governments know that it could be coming. And so they've been trying to prep their asses off to get to this point yeah. where, you know, we, we need to push this bitch out of the way because if not, we're about to be annihilated. Yeah, for sure. Which is terrifying. That would be that would be one of the most terrifying scenarios. Scenarios, yeah. Because there's nothing you can do about it. Not a thing. If you were if you were in a government position, would you tell the public or would you just let it happen? I would tell people. You would. I think. I, would. I think my conscience would get to me, and I would let. I would let everybody know. That the way, the reason last... why I would is so everybody could be with their family. That's what I was thinking. Spend yep. your last days the way you want to spend them. Yep. Because I I know, everybody's be asking, out. like, when did she predict it? I don't know. Sometime before 1996, because she croaked. Uh, what's yeah. her average? Uh, she made a lot of ones that didn't hit, but she also made a lot of ones that did. Uh, she made some predictions for 9/11. She made some predictions for uh, the rise of Donald Trump into power. Uh, there were some that she hit on that were pretty specific. But if you predict 
90 things and two of them come true. That's not most of us could probably hit that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, once again, uh, twisted, I, I 100% disagree. I, I would tell people without question. Uh, now, how far out do you tell people? No, I wouldn't tell people three months out because the world would, would be chaos engulf itself. But I would try to find that, like that time frame, to where people wouldn't even have time to be mad. They're just oh. going to be like, fuck, I got to spend time with my family. Everything else is just irrelevant at this point because they could sit there and be pissed all they want. They could be like, well, you should have told us months ago, blah, blah, blah. But that, that that's not going to change anything. Yeah. It's still, like, I could have told you last year and it's not the, changing anything. The astral apocalypse is headed this way. Yes. There's, uh, there's literally nothing I can do about that. Bob Tacular is in here said, what if the famous predictions are famous to get those specific thoughts into the populace to cause them to happen? Not that they're future events, like a mimetic thing Ooh, where we like think that. it and it happens. I like that. Well, sorry, folks. I guess I shouldn't have done this for a topic. I like that. Uh, Cheryl W., who's the predicting person? Uh, look her up. It's Baba Vanga, B-A-B-A-V-A-N-G-A. The Nostradamus of, of the Balkans. Speaking of that um, last one you read about us thoughting it into reality. Yeah. I have been thinking here lately. Thinking things into reality? Uh, well, I've been thinking about <laughs> thinking about doing that. Manifest. Oh, no. I was going to ask all of Holocult that we should try to come up with something Oh, that's Should a weird we, experiment. Right? You want to open that door? Kind of. Same. <laughs> Same. My man. We are in it. Yes. Oh. Uh, I don't I don't quite know what, but I would definitely be into trying that. Well, we're going to put some thought into this. Yeah, we probably should do that definitely. Oh, I Not just saw just that... fire from the hip. Like yeah. <laughs> I saw that Dale was in here and he bounced out. I should have shouted him out beforehand, but thanks for he kicked in on his lunch break. So that's dedication right there. Right on, homie. I appreciate uh, you. Burton says, if you remember the day they started that collider in an attempt to open a portal that day in my area, a storm rolled through and the sky turned extremely green. If you search green sky in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Green sky. Mm. That's always a that was always an old thing. Old timers would say around here, if there was a green sky, high chances of tornadoes. And portals. Well, I mean, they're kind of two in the same, right? Spaghetti Boy says, let's all think about Bigfoot starting an OnlyFans. Well, funny enough, I work with a guy who has a Bigfoot suit who is also thinking about that idea. That's weird. He's going to fill that niche. That is. Oh. Spaghetti Boy. Guess you could call him Ass. You were on one. You're on. Get it, Ass Squatch. But don't here all week. <laughs> okay, but we're gonna move on with some Baba Vanga stuff here. Uh, the go. Bulgarian prophetess, who according to accounts went blind after being swept up into a mysterious tornado. Odd synchronicity here, talking about that tornadoes is and whatnot. Weird reportedly made far-flung predictions that are also fascinating to consider so so these are ones that are way the fuck out there yeah and way yeah 
So she states that between 2170 and 2256, a Mars colony stocked with nuclear weapons will demand independence from Earth. So, and that's not that far fetched. Intergalactic civil war. That's not that far fetched at all. I mean, we got to get people on Mars and get weapons on Mars, but uh, between 2262 and 2304, time travel will be discovered and developed. Therefore, it's already real. And then once it's here, it's always here. Right, yeah. During the years of 4302 and 4674, humans will have achieved immortality, assimilated with aliens, and live scattered throughout the entire cosmos. So in that 300-year time span, we will have achieved immortality. So we just missed the mark. We might still be here. Yeah, right. We only got to make it to time travel. That's true. Then we can go back and come forward. How far out is time travel? 22, 2260, 200 years, yeah, we're just, 250, we're, bada bing. You, you and me are definitely not making that. Yeah, but someone will listen to the show and want to come back and get us because we're dope. Ooh, valid See? point. I like Fu- Okay, that. Okay, future time travelers that have stumbled on to this live, come back and get us. Please and thank you. Please. Just come back, Please get us, thank you. and roll. Um, what else do they state here? Uh, last one. In 5079, the universe will come to an end. So after immortality well, is achieved, sucks. then everything is unachieved. How how long after immortality is achieved does it all fall apart? Um, let's see here. Because I'm not good with numbers, and I barely about 500 it. years. We got about 500. That's really not that long in the take. grand scheme of time. That's kind of like a drop in the hat. It's almost like oh. <laughs> the creator, if you will, is like, uh, okay, you guys have won the simulation. Time to reset. Yeah, I'm a new. Why that's not? Kind of, that's kind of weird. That, and then not to mention, I mean, could you imagine? Imagine the repercussions of humanity figuring out immortality. Like I, people who I are can't. rich are assholes. Yeah. Imagine Facts. people who know they're not going to die ever, and what power trip they'll and be. What on. does that mean for the universe? ceasing to exist or whatever the hell she says uh the universe will come to an end but immortality is achieved like maybe conscious immortality or we're just we recognize our own consciousness and never ends that's fair oh let's let's roll through this and see where we're at here yeah i'm definitely with you mr obi-wan she sounds like a real party pooper (laughs) pimp squatch Weather patterns have been crazy. That's facts. How do we know we aren't already on Mars? I I do not personally. I've never been there. I like that. I've never checked it out. This this guy is changing changing it up on us. We're in the year. Oh well, the universe has already ended. Boom. Which we didn't episode on that. Donskis. Bigfoot Society's in here. What's up? What's going on, Bigfoot? What up? What up? I'm actually Everybody, 
everybody roll over check out his pod check out his socials yeah for sure got all kinds of good cryptid stuff he's getting into some some weirdness some weirdness yeah i'm actually from twisted here the philosopher's stone and the mighty elixir i assume that's pronounced um i am doing which i, I talked about last live but i i have been writing about things with mystical properties and i think it's going to be an awesome show good it is so fucking cool man to read all these i want to find so crazy the ark of the covenant is that too much no not at all it's i mean that's probably what the ai guys are after anyway they're gonna follow the runes they're gonna yeah. find the Ark of the Covenant buried in Appalachia. Probably, and they'll get murked so fast. They'll send it to us, and then we'll get murked. You, we'll have the power, the power of the Ark. Well, yeah, I'll just Indiana roll Jones. We I'll automatically turn into Indiana Jones. That would be cool. Colleen says, "Dangerous World Podcast brought this conversation up on people talking about immortality." Way back in history, people were working on it. I believe that. Makes you oh, wonder if people have discovered that. it. Well, then you have the the old uh, lore of the Fountain of Youth and stuff, too. Everybody's afraid to die. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not really looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, but it's whatever. Yeah. I, I definitely... I definitely want to stick around for at least 10 more solid years. Do I still have to be at my current job? Hey, hollow cult, the weather's getting nice and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis boots. When you're out hunting the dog man or stalking chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. For what? To stick around for 10 more years. For you, <laughs> no, you, you're probably gonna want to get away from that one. 
Immortality would need a vessel that has zero wear and tear, and a, or one that can self-replicate flawlessly. Nanotech, digital life. What if, yeah, if you're digital inside, life or you're just in a simulation. Which essentially we could be now. You could exist forever. Yeah. That was in an X-Files. Oh. Maynard. How you doing, bud? What up, my guy? Hope you're yeah. all doing good. Uh, sure. Bigfoot Society's asking what these mics are. SM7, I don't know. They are the SM7Bs. Kyle knows. Yeah, I spent an entire weekend removing a tree to buy these fucking things. And it was miserable. I remember that. Ungodly miserable. And I do this for a living, and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, you regretted that immediately. As, oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh man, I can't believe we've already been on here talking for 40 minutes. I know, we get crazy. going and we just fracking. It's hard to stop us. It's hard to stop us. And the, the chat's going good. Oh, great to hear, Maynard. Um, I saw in the Discord that you had some things going on, but I'm glad to hear that you're hanging in and heavily medicated. You got to do what you got to do. Stay Probably out of pain, my point. friend. Probably feeling on point. Yeah. So everybody send some hollow vibes to Maynard. Hopefully he gets to feeling better. For sure. ASAP. For sure. Okay. Man, we got we had over 50 people in here. That's a new record. That's pretty Shoo. crazy. I'm I'm digging it. Um, I guess we could open the hollow lines if people got shit they want to talk about. Yeah, let me uh... like I said, you don't have to have a paranormal encounter. If you just want to have you got some questions to ask us, if you want to just chat some weird yeah. shit, uh just keep it respectful. Pay attention keep it weird now and keep it hey what's going on fellas yep there it is all right cool how about, how about it chat awesome you guys hear it all right that is awesome crisis averted yeah i'm glad that i was able <laughs> to figure that out that there was quick go. on the fly they thought you were the fbi okay. for a minute birdie she is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Uh, a beer and a half in. And there you go. Yeah. So uh, I was talking in Discord, and I wanted to tell you about the truck stop Phantom. Let's go. I'm uh, game. Okay. So this was like around 2001, around September time. Um. I'm working at a truck stop, but it got pretty much demoted to a gas station slash cafe. And <clears throat> I'm getting ready to pack up for the night. And so is my coworker. We're waiting on our release to come in. And he's late. So I'm like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. And she's like, well, it's your problem. So she leaves and I'm like, uh, okay. So I call my boss and I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, so-and-so is not, didn't show up yet. Uh, what do I do? And he's like, call me back in 15 minutes. If he's not there, uh, I'll come down and watch the store. Right. So 15 minutes goes by, no show, call him. Guess what? Phone shut off. 
So I pretty much got told, it's your problem. I'm like, great. So the setup for the store is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of difficult to explain. If you're sitting behind the counter, straight up and straight, straight in front of you is the candy and drink aisle. A little to the left is the uh, the entrance. Um, there's a hallway behind you with two bathrooms that leads to the cafe. And to your left, if you're sitting behind the counter, is a huge garage bay, which back in the day, it was a full service truck stop. Like people, you could, you had mechanics working on cars, you had mechanics working on semi trucks. It's, it was huge. And there's a small bathroom back there for truckers to come in and get cleaned up and a couple of storage areas, whatever. Um, and to one of the walls to, if you walk through the doorway to your right, had all sorts of parts for cars, trucks, whatever, fuses, light bulbs, you name it, it's there. And uh, before this, there wasn't uh, anything in there. It was just a huge bay. But about a week before this happened, my boss moved six beer coolers, big drink coolers, side by side, and it kind of blocked the, the view to the trucker's shower bathroom thing. So I'm sitting behind the counter, and... He's he's no call no show, and they're like, uh, it's your problem now. So I'm sitting there and had uh, about two o'clock rolls by, and I'm like, ah, good, two o'clock. So people coming might people might be coming home, like coming over there from the bar, and you know last you know it's out here it's last call for alcohol, so people are gonna try to come in and get beer and then split right. So it's two o'clock. Nobody shows up. I'm like, all right, great. So uh, I get up, go use the bathroom, come back, sit down. And about 15 minutes later, I mean, this is a full-blown truck stop slash gas station. I leave for a few minutes, use the bathroom, come back. You have no idea. Someone from the cafe side of the place came over or somebody walked in and you didn't hear them. But I'm <clears throat> sitting behind the counter, mind my own business, and I catch movement out of my left eye, in the corner of my left eye. I see somebody come walking around, around the, bill, the beer coolers, and it's, it's my, my brain couldn't register it, like, immediately. But I thought I saw somebody move, and... I see them come up and it's a shadow. And I'm like, it's a full-blown like shadow person. It's not casting a shadow. And <clears throat> he go he walks over to these uh shells that have fuses and light bulbs and stuff, and he starts pulling through the drawer. It looks like he's pulling through the drawers and looking at which type of fuse he wants to, to buy or whatever. And I turn and I turn and I look at him and I yell through the doorway and I'm like, can I help you? And he 
turns and he looks at me and he just dissipates, vanishes right in front of my face. That's crazy. And and I shot off of this the stool I was sitting on. It crashes. It crashes into the counter. I go flying. I go flying into the cafe. I sit at the bar and I light up a cigarette and I start smoking it like it's the last one I'm ever going to have. And we got some old salty. We got some old salty old timers that have been frequently in that cafe for 30 something years, right? This is early 2001. And one of the waitresses is like, hey, honey, why are you okay? And I'm like, I just think I saw a ghost. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I think I just saw a ghost. And somebody's like, oh, well, that was old red. And I'm like, who the hell is old red? And they're like, well, back in the 70s, someone, you know, he was working on a car and they had those old hydraulic lifts, the, <clears throat> the pillar ones that had no like safety measures. Where they just lifted it on a pole and you just hoped it stayed still. And he was working on it. And apparently that car tipped, tipped over on its side, fell off the pole and crushed and killed him. Isn't it wild? So they, like, they never bring it up like beforehand. Like, hey, this place is haunted. You have to see something, well, like, bring it up. And then they're like, hey, yeah, it's just old red, you know? I mean... Well, would you work at a gas station in the middle of the night? And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, two murders placed. Were, two murders happened here at exactly this time. Good night. And they leave. <laughs> Could you make out any so, any specific features like on his of his face or or anything like that? No, it was just. I don't know. It's kind of just like a shadow. But I did first... see like shoulders, I mean, like head, shoulders, you know, stuff like that. Like like a person, person. But I mean, it was quick when it happened. But I did like see him turn, physically turn, and look at me. And then he's just like, "Oh shit, you weren't supposed to see me." And he vanished. And I'm like, "Okay, all right." <laughs> yeah, that's. So, nothing happened the rest of the night, right? Six o'clock in the morning rolls around. My boss comes comes in. And he's how he's like, "How's the night? How did the night go?" And I was up all all night. I I, I mean, back then I was a huge Mountain Dew fan. I started drinking coffee after that. I drink coffee and coffee and coffee all night. And he's all, "Well, how's the night been?" I'm like, uh, "I thought I saw something last night," and you know, the people next door confirmed it. And he's like, ah, you're just, yeah, you know, you're just being weird. No big deal. And I'm like, whatever, dude. And I got my stuff and I started walking out and he's like, oh, by the way, if you don't come back tonight, you're fired. And I'm like, great. Awesome. Typical. So, yeah. So, move. so, yeah, so yeah, I go home. I go home. I immediately pass out. You know, I got to be there at, well, what was it? Four, five o'clock, something like that. So I wake up, I get cleaned up, dressed, ready to go to work. I'm like, okay, that was a one-time thing, right? One-time thing, I was just tired. You know, I've seen stuff, whatever. And 
I show up, same thing happens again. Uh, Mr. Numbnuts decided he wasn't going to show up to work again. I was like, great. I didn't even bother calling my boss. I was like, I know what's going to happen. So I just, I stayed there. And I'm like, I'm like, I could lock the doors, but then people from the cafe could just walk over and get whatever they want. So I'm like, fine, fine. I'll stay here. Again, about after two o'clock, two fifteen, two thirty, I'm sitting behind the counter, and I see someone come out from like way back in the candy aisle. And with the candy aisle, you could go back there, and it kind of dog legs to the left, and they used to have pay phones for the truckers to call and get stuff. And sitting there. And minding my own business, and I catch movement out of the corner of my, my I catch movement, and I look up, and here he comes again, and he's walking down the candy aisle, and he stops, and starts looking through the candy, like he's actually like picking it, like looks like he's picking him up, looking at him, and I'm like, oh no, not again. And I look at him, I, I go, can I help you? And he turns and looks at me, and he vanishes again. I'm like, not. I slam my hand on the counter, and I'm like, not again. Not again. <laughs> and I go back to the cafe and I, I'm like, I sit down and light up another cigarette. And they're like, what are you doing in here? I'm like, I saw I saw that guy again. And they're like, oh, he won't hurt you. He's just, he's just stuck there or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And after that, you know, I never got stuck on that shift again. But I, man, that is, besides the, the school, that was the, one of the one of the scariest things that I've ever had to go through was one of those. I'm like, you know, you, you hear about people seeing ghosts and stuff like that, but yeah, just when you see it for yourself, man, it's it's life changing. It'll it'll definitely rewire your brain on how you think about stuff, man. For sure. Just, <laughs> it's kind of sad that he's like perpetually stuck in existence of searching for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's spending yeah, every like day looking, looking for something. Yeah, he's like, he's stuck looking for a certain part or something. And he can't move on unless he finds it. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel sorry for this dude. Because like sure. back in the 70s, everything was like way mechanical. And now it's not. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I hope... I hope that old red found what he was looking for. Uh, I hope so too. Now it's a <laughs> part of an RV place. So yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being so, in your shoes. Huh? Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine being in your shoes. Like you, you sitting there doing your job and then you see someone effectively real to a degree enough for you to ask them if they need help. And then the thing just vanishes before your eyes. Yeah. They turn and look at you and you can like, I could kind of see eyes of some sort, like some kind of facial feature. Like you can see the head turn and like some sort of eyes or something like that. And then they just poof vanish right in front of you. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I would react to that. When he when he was first talking about the shadow, oh, seeing the shadow, it was like you, you, you pretty much just sh- like shot out of your stool and ran to the like 
ran to the <laughs> other place that had people in it. You're just like, I ain't going back there, man. So that's crazy. Oh. It is. It yeah, is man. something when he's like haunting with a purpose, consistently looking for something. Yeah, poor dude. Stuck there. Forever. Stuck there till he found part that doesn't exist anymore. Ugh. Yeah, hopefully he just needed a candy bar. True. And then he rolled True. out. That's what Darth yeah. Walter said. Abba Zabba, you my only friend. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh but hopefully, you know, hopefully he just got a Hershey's bar and he moved on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All he needed some fuel to make the journey. Pretty much, yeah. Sugar rush to the other side. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But thanks, thanks for calling in and uh, sharing your story with us, Bertie. No problem. I got some more if you awesome. ever want to hear them. Awesome. Awesome. All right, fellas. Have a good new year. You See too, you buddy. Yeah, stay weird and stay safe, bud. Will do. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Yeah, Burton's in the chat said, I wonder if there was possibly security footage. Oh, good call. If he's, and it seems like he's well known around the uh truck stop so people have seen him before yeah yeah absolutely i mean it's it's reasonable enough circumstances for a spirit to hang out you know yeah kind of i mean he could he could have worked there for for 50 years you know it might be the only thing he ever knew true i just still can't wrap my brain around the idea of seeing something so clear like that like enough to where i rec i even if i don't see all the details but i see it enough to recognize like oh hey here's a customer i need to do my job and ask if they need help and the second that i do you visually see it just disappear look at you and then disappear that's that's insane it's absolutely insane yeah that's it's wild and it is it's kind of kind of sad like i said that he's stuck in a perpetual search yeah something that he's clearly not finding right and it at first it almost made you made me wonder if he was just stuck in a loop you know a residual type thing but then he said that the entity was able to or went to a different location essentially looking for something else and then he he rolled out once he got caught. Like that to me, that shows <coughs> a little bit of in- intelligence behind it, right? Because it yeah. the second you recognize it, it rolls out on top of the fact that it's going to different locations now. Now it's it's moving around. It's not doing the exact same thing. Yeah, so, that is wild. I don't know. It's crazy. Absolutely uh... crazy. Paranormal Trucker Podcast. We have a Civil War soldier jump on the hood of our trucks at one of our stops. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. Did it... I assume it was only audible or not? Was it audible? Did it leave dents in your car? Uh, Or was it just like a visual thing? I'd be interested to know. And... It sounds like it's happened more than once. 
the hood of our trucks is plural. Yeah, that's true. I couldn't. Could you? Uh, it'd be so weird. I did see a video like that on Paranormal Caught on Camera where uh, they had something. I don't know if it jumped on the vehicle itself, but it like hit their car. It was a loud, audible bang. And then they took off uh, after it trying to find it. But because they did get video footage of something in a gray, it was almost like a gray cloak run away from them That's while crazy. they were in a cemetery. Dude, it was bizarre looking, absolutely bizarre looking. Oh, man. There it is. You can see it and hear it scream and then it disappears. That's wild. That is terrifying. Uh, Birdie's in the chat. Says, it's part of an RV place now. Kind of feel for whoever has to go there by themselves. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah, I'm... That's the one thing I'm kind of... I'm kind of unfamiliar with. Like, the, the ghost side. Of, I haven't gone, like... Done very much ghost hunting. I don't know. I just... I, I guess I just focus more on... I guess around the house or whatever I've experienced could be that of a ghost, but I, I guess I always just attribute it to something else. This paranormal trucker says it looks like smoke on a dash cam on the dash cam. That's weird. Uh, Burton. Hey, did I ever tell you boys the story of the ex Marine that was attacked by a ghost in my dad's junkyard? no, you have not. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Those, the ghost attack. I don't, I don't remember that. Marine fight. Uh, Hopefully Maddie he stabbed said, it with his K-bar. <laughs> Maddie says, the bookstore I worked at for sure is haunted. Shadow figures, electronics going off randomly, alarms going off for no reason. Is it? Yeah. Maddie like is, uh, in regards to that, uh, we're getting a phone call, but real quick, in regards to that, did you get used to it or did it always scare you? But I'm going to answer the phone now. So, hey, hello. Hey, what's up, Paulo fam? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, this is uh, Mariposa. What's up? Yo. Hey, so I've got a sort of Bigfoot encounter. Awesome. Uh, class B, I guess. And I, right. I wanted to talk about that a little bit if you want to hear it. All right. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. All right. Cool. So, uh, I, at the time, I was 20, like, early 20s, and uh, I was living in the mountains in the high Sierra on the uh, uh, 7,000-foot elevation, and uh, I was living way out out in the middle of nowhere. It was great. Uh, I was actually an innkeeper. I worked at a front desk at a a really small inn. It was was super spooky. There was a lot of stuff, but uh, one time... It was uh, late June. There was a Delta Aquarid meteor shower. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go out and watch this meteor shower. It was like 10 o'clock. I went out to a deserted parking lot and set up a blanket in the darkest spot. Because uh, I, I couldn't go into the woods at night. I just I had this really creepy feeling. I love being in the woods in the daytime, uh, in the forest, but at night. Like, I felt like something was watching me. It was super spooky. <laughs> and, um, so I went out to the edge of the woods, and I set up a blanket. I left my phone uh, 
in my house and <laughs> I chilled out and I totally got into the the vibe of the forest and uh like I could hear owls hooting and it was echoing throughout the the mountain and I could hear deer walking I could hear the creek uh a, a ways away and I could hear like I could locate where the deer were based on like I could tell where they were going to drink from the creek um Anyway, I was really zoned in. I, I, again, I left my phone in the house because I didn't want my eyes to to adjust brightness. And I was just staring at the sky. And all of a sudden, coming towards the creek, uh, by way of the edge of the forest where I was, I heard humongous footsteps. I mean, it was it was like a big giant person walking through the woods and I knew that there was a boy scout camp vaguely somewhere north of me and I was like maybe some boy scouts like somehow got lost or something and so I stood up I was like what the fuck I was like hello and it stopped and I'm talking like big footsteps like breaking branches <laughs> and it stopped and then it fucking hold ass the other way i mean it was roaring through the forest and it would make this sound it was like you know those real wide bristle brooms with uh with really short stiff bristles yeah yep like a push broom um it was like that scraping across rough concrete and super loud kind of like like a bull i guess but it was bipedal (laughs) and it spooked me out and for the next month i was going through like bear videos i was like i I can't find any evidence of a bear making the sound like what the fuck was that and i felt so stupid a month later when i realized that in the town of two thousand feet down the mountain i mean 2,000 feet of elevation, it was like 20 miles down the mountain. There's a mural of a Sasquatch like just in the town and in one of the markets they have a stuffed Sasquatch uh, just chilling in the store and I was like oh my god, it was fucking Bigfoot. I heard Bigfoot and I thought it was a Boy Scout or like a bear or something, (laughs) but it was Bigfoot. It's it's anyway. so like typical of how we just write off supernatural encounters, you know. We're just we're trying to find an explanation that we can figure out. Totally. Like me, me and Maddox had a Bigfoot encounter. We were out camping uh in the woods of Missouri, right off 44. And the night we were in the tent, I heard wood knocks and it woke me up probably 1 30 in the morning. Just raps, series of threes, bop, 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 off in the forest. Woke me up, but then it stopped. Didn't think anything of it. Maddox was eating Nutter Butters, and he left a little case of his cookies out at the corner of our tent. And I got woke up again. Something was trying to get to the cookies through the tent. I just thought it was a raccoon or something. I was asleep, woke up, saw it reaching through. I just punched it, just wham, and then it took off. 
And then I fell oh asleep. God. So I don't know if it was, I'm <laughs> going to guess it was probably a raccoon or a coyote or something. I just, my initial reaction was like, don't let it get in the tent. So I just went, wham. But after the wood knocks and now I'm putting everything together, it's, I don't know. It's weird. That's crazy. Well, you know, so after I realized that it had to have been Bigfoot because it couldn't have possibly been a bear because bears don't run that fast. Like I did the math, like based on where I was and where I heard the, the punctuations of the snorting sound. Um, I was like, there's no way a bear would run on two feet that far that fast, uh, making those weird sounds. And I submitted it to the BFRO and about a year later, I got an email from some dude in SoCal saying he wanted to interview me uh, with Matt Moneymaker, the guy from Bigfoot Research yes. Organization. And so we met at a pub and it was like this whole, it was a podcast production, but with video or something. And uh, it was Bizarre States, California, and from Nerdist. And so I met these people there, and I told my story. And there was another guy who told his stories of uh, Bigfoot in the area. And it was super crazy. I mean, he had, like, Class A, like, straight up, like, he saw Bigfoot. He saw the tracks. Like, they were hunting a deer it was it was nuts and they were making the, the yowling like chinese sounds um oh, yeah anyway it was super wild and then it never aired like that podcast what? or interview never aired i never heard from them again and i was like what the fuck guys yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> damn. i know I stoked oh uh it's been a disappointment I, I keep researching it every few months i'm like maybe it popped up maybe i just didn't google the right things but i've i've sherlock pretty hard and i can't find anything they did a um, um, town hall meeting probably 10 minutes from my house that came like that and i didn't know about it until after it had already aired or after oh, it had dude. already filmed and i'm like you gotta be kidding me gotta be kidding gross me. i'm trying to grow my hair out like moneymaker <laughs> so, oh and my and my report got pulled from the internet too what yeah it's not we... on yeah it's not on the regional reports anymore like it, it used to be up there and now it's not but now now you guys know that's my story um it is awesome and actually i have a relative back when i lived um in northwest florida which i do it again now but um so when I was growing up, we lived out in the forest in uh, like rural Northwest Florida, like basically South Alabama. Like I could ride my horses to Alabama. Um, and so down here, they call it the skunk ape. And uh, my dad had a very similar encounter. Like um, he went out to the shop heard somebody walking in the woods hollering out hello and then it ran off and it was stinky and it was bipedal and he didn't see it but it was there and he swear he swore to me at the time that's been a while since i talked about it with him but yeah he was pretty convinced that it was a skunk ape 
the so. the skunk apes one that really really piques my interest it seems seems like a almost a different species of sasquatch that lives down in the the warm south and it's mm -hmm. always i know uh trina from spooks and creeps said that they might go on a skunk ape uh expedition this year so i'm curious to see what they find out did you ever right. hear of anybody seeing any weird tracks or anything up at that elevation mm, not really but it wasn't something that was on topic with the people i was hanging out with like i was i was a snow snow junkie you know and i'm not, not a junkie i was a snow bum ski bum <laughs> i snowboarded we, uh, when <laughs> we, we, talk... we were snowboarding and partying so when we talked yeah. to uh carter at the kansas city uh paranormal yeah. and yeah. Uh, metaphysical convention he was talking about the BFRO reports and then purging a lot of the reports. Like they, they, for some reason they up their criteria so much to where if it didn't fit a very specific, like uh, sighting, they wouldn't post it. And they went through and purged a lot of them. So Carter actually used to be a member of the BFRO. I'm not sure if he still is or not, but he says they were, they were just washing all of these reports out that weren't that weren't ticking all the boxes that they wanted to after the show kind of took off they just want very very specific reports so he kind of distanced himself from that now he's doing his own research writing his own books because so many reports are just getting swept under the rug when they need to be investigated so it kind of sounds like the same thing that might have went on here well they're also leaving yeah. out they're also leaving out pertinent details too yeah they're yeah. only making it about Bigfoot, even if there is like a, a UFO connection there or or anything else. They just they they wash that part of the report and only keep in the Bigfoot oriented sections of it, from what I understand, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, something seems sketch, and I, I was like, "Wow, that's weird." Um, and to answer Bigfoot Society in the chat, yes, I met Chobot, and she was. She was so pretty. It was like, how, how can somebody be that pretty? Um, but yeah. So, um, and I had a couple of like ghost encounters when I was, you know, working overnight at the inn a few times. Uh, nothing too crazy. Um, just some, just some general spooky shit happening that's know. that's what i was gonna say whenever you, you, <laughs> you started the conversation off with i was an innkeeper at a tiny inn yeah up at seven thousand <laughs> feet elevation i'm like this story's writing itself, right. yeah, writing itself yeah. right there and nothing too crazy distinct happened just like shadows in the corners and like uh doors closing when there was nobody in the inn um yeah, I was I was buddy buddy with the security guard. We we chatted on the radio, uh, kind of frequently, um, on account of that because I was like, all right, somebody's in the end. There's got to be somebody in the end, and uh, there's nobody, just me. That's so make you feel anyway. a little uneasy. <laughs> <laughs> just just letting them know that just letting you know that you're not alone. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I have a bunch of like, I had some pretty crazy uh, 
demon encounters. And I honestly, I don't want to talk about that right now, but I'd love to talk about it right at on. another date when I feel like ready yeah. to do that. Cause yeah. ugh, I just, those, I one, those ones get a little heavy. Yeah. Whenever you yeah. feel comfortable, the lines are open. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, I enjoy chatting here. So, uh, yes, I'll us as well. Pop in another time. Thank you. Uh, y'all are sure. awesome. I love the, I love the show. Thank you I so much. All the time. It's great. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Stay safe All and right. stay weird, Mariposa. Hey, y'all have a good one. You too. You too. No, oh, I love that, it. That was sick. I love it. I love how, you know, because a, a, a common thing with the, actually, I'm going to turn this off for just a second while I talk. Um, I love how when she was telling the story, because a lot of people, and to be, I'll be a hundred percent fair. Like when I'm in the woods, you, you hear a squirrel pitter patter and you swear somebody's walking up on you. Like the noises in the woods <laughs> do play tricks on you. But I like how when she said she was out in the woods, she, she could point out the specific animals, right? Like she heard the deer over here and she, so she's already kind of in a way Xing that off the list yeah of you know possibilities which i I do appreciate she she was very audibly aware like she was plugged into yeah in tune is what i was gonna say in tune right i wonder she she made a uh, thought pop into my head when she said she was out stargazing i wonder if sasquatch being if they're a biological being if they take into account like things like meteor showers and shit they're hmm. they're out checking it out too or if it's just you know well i mean to be fair i could see almost any animal like if they saw a meteor shower that i mean i could see that them stopping and acknowledging it you know what i'm saying like because it would be an anomaly that they're not keen they're not used to seeing so yeah yeah Hell, they probably know it's coming just like we do. But we just know because people tell us. I'm not I'm not that tuned in. I wish I was, but <laughs> Burton, I could see Bigfoot stargazing. That's what I was thinking too. Like I felt like he was just on his way to his spot, but Mariposa was already in his spot. <laughs> it's like, damn, man. And then we he just took off. Good spot. Yeah, he just took off, and he's like, "Well, I'll just go to my other one. I'll just truck it down the truck it down the way." It would be it would be weird to <laughs> like walk up on Bigfoot, like whether he's just standing there looking, or if he's like I for some reason I envision him laying down on the hillside with his <laughs> yeah, arms just kicking it. Oh, look at that! He's oh, in wow. tune now. He's on. He's on the sasquatch podcast being like man i saw a human i was out stargazing <laughs> ran into a damn human oh they was in my spot uh, appalachian intelligence is in the chat what up ai boys what's going on homies bigfoot creates meteor showers probably i, I mean i can't now now prove it gandalf the bigfoot now we we are in the weird now that's definitely weird <laughs> sasquatch smokes the backwoods <laughs> <laughs> Old oh it's awesome leg. that's awesome i love it i love it <laughs> bigfoot bong ripper that's right that's right he's definitely gonna be seeing some stuff 
That's right. So what time? What we got here? One twenty-three. Yeah, we got, we got we, enough time for one more. Yeah, we could maybe take one more call. One if, more. If people are willing Anybody's to, if not, good. we'll sit here and hang out for a minute. Yeah, we can just kick it. See what's going on in the chat. Yeah, it's it's been a night. Like I knew it would. I knew we started off with a bunch of weird shit. Uh, actually, your brother is in the chat now, popping off. Oh dang, he is. So we talked about Dylan. I already earlier. talked about you, Dylan. Yeah, you missed it. Everybody tuning in last minute. But to be fair, we are in a different time zone than a lot of people, so there is that. That's true. I also want to let everybody know that's hanging out. Uh, go and follow all of these uh, independent content creators that are in here hanging out with us. Bigfoot sure. Society, uh, Paranormal Trucker, Silver P- Pill, Appalachian Intelligence, uh, Local Legends with Burton. Yes. Go follow and support independent media because we're all out here grinding. Right. Absolutely. And it is a... Anybody that I missed... grind. Feel free to shout yourself out in the chat. Everybody go follow them. Go give them a like. Just get their name out there. It's a tough grind, man. And I, man, to to be fair, I, I can't believe we've been doing it as long and consistently as we have. Yeah, we're pushing four years. I didn't, that didn't register in my brain until I was just thinking about it the other day. Like, yeah, it's pretty crazy that we've been (laughs) steady chomping away at, at it like this um but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't not be fun for me no not at all oh we got another caller so here Here we we go go. last one of the night hello this is bert what's going on buddy what up burton how's it going fellas Hope you guys had a good Christmas. Absolutely. Did oh, you? you as well? Oh, he did. He sent me. He sent me a good. message. Good. He got <laughs> Santa Claus was nice to him. That's awesome. I must have been good this year. Good. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, yeah, I got a story about an ex-marine and a ghost at my dad's junkyard. If you guys are interested, let's oh, hear yeah. it. You know we are. Okay. So let me paint a picture for you. Um, summertime, my dad usually every year gets this company to come down from a nearby town to crush cars. And among them was my dad's old friend who was a Marine. Uh, I believe he's old enough to actually been in um kind of situation. He told me many stories about terrible, terrible things that happened over there. And he's a Native American guy. I won't give his name. He did pass a few years ago, sadly. But so me and my brother, Harold, we go into town five miles from, you know, the junkyard and we're on our way back. You know, the sun's pretty much almost down at this point, but we see the, the, the guy coming from the junkyard. He's waving us down, hands just flailing, like pull the fuck over. Sorry. Cursed. Um, so do we. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I didn't know if you guys were going to get upset on that. Oh, by the way, I did tell this story recently on Jeremiah Byron, the Bigfoot Society's live stream. So awesome. If oh, dope. dope. Shout out to him. Great, great guy. Met him in Van Meter, same time I met you guys. Yep. Okay. Um. Anyway, so he's waving us down. We pull over. He comes up to our vehicle, and we're like, what's going on? And he is pale. 
And like I said, he is Native American. He is very dark skinned. And at this point, he looks very sick. We're like, what is going on? This guy does not look good. And he goes on to tell us, I'm not working here at night by myself. I'm not doing this by myself. I'm not doing it at night. I don't care. And we're like, okay, what's going on? What happened? And, you know, maybe rattlesnakes or something, because he was terrified of rattlesnakes, and that's a whole other story. But he goes on to tell us a story that he's in the front-end loader, stacking cars, getting them ready for a crushing in the morning. He looks over at his van, which is parked on the other side of the fence, on the other next to the gate, and his lights are on in his van. So he gets out, he goes, turns off his lights, thinking that, oh, I'm an idiot, I left my lights on in my van. Gets back to front end loading, moving cars. Another five minutes pass or so, he looks over and the lights are back on. At this point, he thinks maybe, oh, these Moran kids are out here freaking with me, you know, screwing, <laughs> trying to mess with me. So he goes out there and he turns the lights off again. He's like, whatever, they're not going to do it again. Five minutes later, lights are back on. He's getting pissed. He goes over, turns the lights off, back to front. But this time, he locks the doors. He said, I don't give a shit. I'm going to lock the doors. So he locks the doors back to work. Looks over again. About five minutes later, he says, the lights are back on. He said, by this time, it freaked me out because I know the keys are in my pocket and there's no way that you guys could be doing this. He says, I jump. I jump over the fence. I'm done. I shut everything down. I'm just getting out of here. He says, he opens up the door to his van, takes one step up. Something grabbed him by the back of his collar of his shirt and drug him to the ground. Just slammed him. He looks up, nothing's there. No one's there. And then he jumps in his van, hauls ass out of there, and the next time he sees anybody is whenever he's telling me and Harold the story a few miles down the road. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that would scare the shit out of me. I don't I don't I don't even know what I would do. To... It was <laughs> that how do you fight an unseen assailant, you know? Yeah, like how do you sure. fight back? For sure. Right. And like he's this whole time telling us, I'm never going back. I'm not going back there at night. And I'm just like, I don't blame you. No, I wouldn't go back. Not if I got to fight ghosts to do my job. Exactly. And the fun thing is, you know, after I hear this great story, you know, that's where my house is. So that's where I get to go. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Thanks a lot, man. Sweet. I couldn't imagine. Like, I couldn't imagine. I've seen like a lot of people have been sending me a lot of reels on Instagram here lately of like, which is, is just would be fucking terrifying. There was one where this little boy, he was probably, I don't know, maybe 10 sleeping on the couch and something grabs his foot and starts dragging him. Like oh my dra- God. drags him off the couch onto the floor and then drags him across the floor. And could you imagine waking up to that shit? No. Oh no. Oh man. Oh yeah. No, that would, I could, I could, it, it, oh, it, just something grabbing my foot and barely pulling on me. And me being <laughs> awake would fucking terrify me. Yeah, I'd be. But the fact that you you could either be drugged across the floor, or like in in your story, where it is able to knock a person to the ground, a grown man to the the ground. That's terrifying. Yeah. That is terrifying. And you know we've had time to think about it because we used to bring in cars from car accidents. People died in these things. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, I didn't think about I that. Mean, and we, we were just one of the things we thought about, you know, is like what happened in these vehicles that something is attached to it for sure. Yeah. I didn't think about and that like, until 
You just it's another thing absolutely. is our house, our whole area, we saw ghosts outside. We saw ghosts inside the house. And we're thinking to ourselves, you know, are we bringing these in in these vehicles? Are there ghosts attached to these messed up cars? I would almost put money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Traumat- traumatic deaths. Yeah, that's for sure. Pretty heavy. I, uh, yeah. If I got not, one that if they're not staying remember, out there where the scene was, then I mean, the next best is going to be sticking to that vehicle. I've seen cars where people, uh, this is going to sound gross, teeth have been embedded in steering wheels. Mm. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Makes my fingernails no. hurt. Yeah, that's <laughs> gross. Sorry about that, Steve. <laughs> uh, that's awful. No, but, yeah, exactly. And uh, I remember one time, me and my cousin, were we brought in some you know fresh cars. I was going to say new cars, but I meant fresh cars. Because they weren't new by no means, but there was this Jeep and it was nighttime. We bring them in, me and my cousin are looking them over. And on the hood of this one car, somebody had like almost carved into it with like either a knife or something very sharp in a very small corner of the hood of the car. And all it said was, Help me, it's got my mom. And we're like, What the hell is that? What? And yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> me and him are like, what the hell is that, man? What was yeah. that about? We need we need to find whoever carved that because we need context behind that statement. This had to have been about 15 years ago. So <laughs> but I just remember we were looking at that one. And of course, like I'm telling them this story. <laughs> there was one night where we were up on the junkyard. Moon was out, so you had like a shadow, and I'll tell them this story and uh about what happened with the guy and the thing pulling him out of the van. And I was like, this is one of the craziest things that ever happened. And as I'm telling this story, we hear like footsteps behind us. And we're like, what the hell? And like, nope. yeah, we just kind of booked it out of there at night. We're like, no, that's right. Yeah. That would be I know that feeling. That happened to me at Steve's the other night. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, I was, I was packing up to leave for the night and, Steve followed me out. We were just kind of shooting the shit. But I, I'd gone out just a hair ahead of him. And I was taking my stuff over to my vehicle. And then Steve come out. And I, I could have swore somebody walked up behind my vehicle, like toward the, the tailgate. Enough for me to like stop and walk to the back of the vehicle. Didn't see nothing. I put my shit up. And I, I kind of chuckled. And I was like, man. I I swore I heard somebody walk like cause you like there's gravel there so you can hear the audible. Oh my god! And I was like, ah, must have been nothing. And Steve's like, you sure you didn't hear nobody? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And he's like, <laughs> he's like that section back there has always weirded me out for whatever reason. It's always weirded oh me my out. God. It's always giving me weird vibes. Yeah, and now I go out there and now I'm instantly weirded out now. So I'm like, <laughs> this is fucking great. Like this is awesome. Thanks don't to mind, you. don't mind the graveyard. No, I'm more comfortable with the graveyard <laughs> now. It's, <laughs> which which brings oh me to God. another point. I'm going on a bunch of tangents here since since we're talking about ghosties and whatnot. But haunted graveyards, right? Yeah. You would think nobody very few people die in a graveyard. You would think if somebody was going to haunt something or somewhere, they would essentially haunt the place where they passed. Makes sense. As opposed to a graveyard. But there's all these like super haunted graveyards. 
That's true. Maybe because the spirits aren't willing to give up their body yet. Like there's there's a form oh, of like denial. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to like this it. is not like this it. is not happening right now. Hmm. Or objects you hear about spirits being connected to objects too, and a lot of times we bury oh, yeah. our loved ones with wedding with rings. Yes, and all absolutely, kinds of shit. absolutely. Oh, I never even thought of the object uh, yeah. situation. Yeah. Good call. How shitty would that Lockets, be? You know, stuff like that. How shitty would that be? Like if you didn't intentionally tag yourself to like a locket, and then it gets buried, and you're like, "Fuck, uh, fuck." Oh man! And, and then some fucking skeezy nerd digs it up and steals it. So <laughs> now you have to just roll around with them to the pawn shop before that they sucks. sell you. <laughs> My dad worked construction years ago, obviously, and he was telling me the story of they were working out on the reservation somewhere, and they actually accidentally dug up some Native American beads. And uh, one of the guys he's working with was like, oh, I'm keeping those. My dad put, like, put them back, man. Put them back. Put them back. And he says, no, it'll be fine. I'm just going to keep them. They're cool. <laughs> and then like that same day, some equipment failure happened and it just about smashed that guy's fingers. Wow. Like it, it did smash his hand, but he like, you know, he was okay. Essentially broken fingers. Just a warning shot. He, put, he went and put the uh, <laughs> uh, beads back. He's like, that's enough of that. Just a warning shot. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard it a lot with the Native American stuff. You don't fuck with it. You leave it alone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is crazy. No. It it would have been hard. I'll be hundred percent honest. It'd have been hard for me to not take it, not oh, like, right. knowing what it is. Like, because I find that stuff so fascinating. It, I would never take it out of like sheer disrespect. Yeah. Like, it no. would be like she. It would be utter admiration for what it is and where it came from, and that's why exactly. I would want it. But you, there's so many like, no, you leave it alone. You just, you don't take it. You put it back. Don't mess with it. It's kind of like owning a piece of history. It's something. Yeah. Like and and pres- preserving it, you yes. know, preserving history. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of like why I took that part of that murder cabin we talked about. <laughs> Probably not your best decision. Burton in his murder cabin rock. <laughs> I'm still planning on sending it to you guys. Let's so go. We'll put it in the thing oh, with Lucy. Boy. Oh boy, uh, just keep adding, just keep adding the craziness. Yeah. <laughs> just put it in the same box as Lucy. You guys are talking about the uh, steps walking up behind you the other day. And that reminded me of also happened to me on the island that I went to. And me and Kathy were walking back after we got really far into the island. And I heard what sounded like somebody running up extremely fast behind me, like oh. they were right behind me. And I turned around so fast, like, I'm like, holy crap, thinking I'm about to get knocked down. And there was nobody there, but I still just about fell on my ass. Oh, like, what the hell was that? I bet. So, yeah. That, 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 just the idea my, of that freaks me out. Yeah, that would make my blood pressure <laughs> skyrocket, man. Think, <laughs> think if somebody, like, is running full clip behind me, because I'd have the same thing. Like, somebody is about to tackle me, push me down, uh, whatever. Like, it, it's not a – yeah. that's aggressive, <laughs> Regardless, that's aggressive. Well, I'm walking out there with all kinds of equipment and camera and crap, and I'm thinking, am I about to get rolled out here? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for right. Sure. <laughs> for sure. That'd be hilarious if a ghost took my crap. That would, that'd be a hell of a story. Then, then they just posted. They posted on your YouTube channel. They made their. <laughs> they made their own clip. Oh, they had videos of me like walking out of the woods, just upset. That's all. Awesome. That would be awesome. That would be. Well, how do you like it? Get out of here. 
That'd, That'd be, be awesome. one one step above everybody else if Burden's got the ghost working for him. For sure. Oh my oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine? It'd be great. All right, guys. I need you to come in here and move some stuff. Uh yeah. make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to call in and let you guys, you know, hear that story. So oh, we appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it. It was it was good chatting with you again, bud. You too, buddies. I'll talk to you later. All right, we'll yeah, see you. Stay safe out there. You too. All right, right. Hollow Colt. That's another one in the books. I'm just going to roll through the chat here and wrap it up. Let's do this. Uh, AI said (laughs) a graveyard would be a convenient place to die, though. I mean, cut out the middleman. That's what I said. Nobody looks for bodies in the place where everybody else buries bodies. That's true. That is true. Um, Gypsy said there's supposed to be a haunted graveyard close to where I live, Union Cemetery in Connecticut, Easton, maybe. Definitely worth looking into. Uh, my little brother's in here. Said growing up there, if I ever seen anything creepy, I always just thought it was Steve scaring me. Well, maybe it, it was. was. Maybe it wasn't. It was. Um, my uncle's house was within a cemetery. Weird shit always happened there. Can can relate. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna wrap her up there. Make sure everybody. Like and subscribe at the channel if you haven't. Uh, yes, set your notifications on for uh, future Night Shift episodes. And like I said before, go and support all of the independent content creators you have in here. Please and thank because you. Because everybody grinds and everybody works hard. Yeah. And everybody deserves to be heard. Agreed. <laughs> but on that note thanks for hanging out with us again you guys were awesome chat was wild tonight it's been so much fun we had the most people we've ever had in here which is great awesome and um until next time hollow cult stay safe stay weird and if bigfoot comes to watch a meteor shower with you maybe just invite him say hey there's enough room for two we'll just check it out